Welcome to the Strategy Side by Launch Metrics, where we talk about strategic tips for the fashion, luxury, and cosmetics industries. Today, we are joined by Arno Roy, the Chief Strategy Officer at Launch Metrics. And in light of Launch Metrics' acquisition Imax Tree, which is the leading content provider for fashion and beauty industries, we are going to discuss digital assets and understanding the impact they have on the brand performance of businesses. Uh, also, Arno will talk us through what marketing teams can learn from them and why they are an integral part of today's strategic planning. Okay, so it's uh, reported that almost 60% of marketing budgets today are allocated to content creation, distribution and promotion. Why have digital assets and brand consistency become such a huge priority in recent years? So hi Ben, very uh, delighted to be here today. So let me start by uh, answering your question by a question for you. Uh, I see that you have uh, beautiful sneakers. So can you tell me how you uh, learn about this uh, brand, about this model, and what, uh, uh, how you shaped your buying decision basically to, to buy them? So these I saw a friend wearing on social media, uh-huh. okay? And I was intrigued by the, uh, the mix of the colors that they had, the new design. And so seeing this, I realized what brand it was. I checked out the brand on uh, their website to understand if they were still in sale, if mm-hmm. it was an old uh, collection. Mm-hmm. And I saw it as a new collection and I went to the shop and I purchased them. So basically every, everything started on Instagram, then you, you had another touch point with the brand uh, on their website mm-hmm. and finally you, you took your decision. Well, that's pretty much uh, a good example of how uh, people like you, young people, uh, millennials uh, and Gen Z uh, take their buying decision today. I have another question. Did, did you ever buy like a magazine like JQ in the when you were in the station waiting for the train, or are you do you have course, a subscription? Of course, yes. Okay. Yeah, I would buy those magazines. All right. So uh, that that's a bit the balance today for uh, for fashion, luxury, and beauty brands. Uh, really find the balance between. I would say an audience like me that uh, was used to discover brands and products more in, uh, in uh, fashion magazines, uh, etc., and shape their buying decision. And now the new consumer that uh, not only use Instagram, YouTube to discover and, and uh, find about products, but also uh, are expecting to learn much more about the brands than just the product side, mm-hmm. like the values that they bear, how it goes with their lifestyle, etc. So uh, when you think about it, when you think about those touch points, Instagram, YouTube, it's all about visual content mm-hmm. uh, and much more than visual, creative content that will help you to, to buy through your buying uh, decision. So the example you gave is, is perfect. Like uh, you learn about a new outfit, for example, uh, first of all in Vogue.com uh, after Fashion Week, uh, then you can, uh, uh, you can learn about it on the brand side and you will see it in an influencer. Then finally, maybe you will go on Net-A-Porté. Uh, and see uh, this uh, this outfit that you can buy and uh, and finally uh, uh, go through this uh, buying process. So when you think about it, for the brand, it's a lot of touch points. Mm-hmm. Every single touch point involves visual content, sometimes that they control, sometimes that they don't, through influencers, media, etc. So for them, it's really critical to move, first of all, at a very fast pace, but also maintain creative creativity and consistency all, all along the process. Okay, so thinking about the fashion, luxury and beauty industries, I mean, it could be said that they rely most on visual assets, no? Uh, what scenarios are unique to these industries and what are the implications? Yeah, so first of all, I think uh, it's a global trend for uh, all lifestyle brands. Even when you, uh, you buy a bag, for example, 
uh, a product shot is not enough to, to shape your buying decision. Mm -hmm. You will go maybe on the brand's website to see the product shot, but you need more to understand how this bike will, will go to your lifestyle. We'll look for proof that uh, it can help you be a more mobile, mobile, more flexible, more free in the way you move, but also more sustainable, extra. So what is true for a bike is like even more true for fashion, luxury, and, and beauty items. Mm -hmm. uh, so creativity in the digital assets is paramount for those brands, uh, and e-commerce catalog shots are not enough. Actually, creative assets are five times more efficient than, uh, than those uh, uh, e-commerce shots to create uh, inspiration and to, uh, to move the consumer through uh, his buying journey. By the way, if you go to uh, netaporte.com, uh, I was astonished to see that it's almost the, the homepage of a media. Uh, you, you see only editorial content. Actually, they also have a magazine mm -hmm. because they understood that this creative content then linked to their products uh, is actually the best way for consumers to be inspired and to, uh, and to convert. So that's, uh, I would say, the first uh, element uh, related to fashion, luxury and beauty, creativity, the need to have creative assets. There is a second one that is influencing the industry is like the pace, the pace at which uh, everything is moving. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, uh, for fashion, for example, uh, you have like, uh, of course, two seasons at least per year, but sometimes much, uh, a much uh, higher amount of, of a capsule collection that you need to launch. And for every launch, you need uh, to be streamlined and fast in the way you produce those assets, but also in the way you will uh, provide uh, your products to your studio so that they can be shot and be as fast as possible on the e-commerce website, to uh, traffic those assets through uh, media, influencers, retailers, so that they can make their own content, their own digital uh, asset content okay. and reach your consumers. So uh, the, the pace at which fashion, luxury and, and, and beauty industry is moving is even higher, which, make, uh, which, which creates uh, an important challenge for brands. So is, then is this one of the reasons we hear more discussions about asset tracking and digital asset management? Uh, and if so, uh, why should the C-suite be listening? First of all, if we think uh, about the C-suite, so let's start by the CEO. Mm -hmm. uh, CEO of a luxury beauty fashion brand is obsessed by two things. One, uh, his uh, short-term business financial performance, but more importantly, he's upset with his brand image. Why? Uh, because he knows that this image, this brand equity, uh, is actually more than half of the company value. So uh, for those CEO making sure that this brand image uh, is shaped in time uh, will allow him not only to increase company value, but also to increase business performance because it will help him to have like a price premium uh, more uh, less elasticity to price, etc. Um, in if you remember when Tapestry acquired Kate Spade, uh, it was uh, already like uh, uh, two years ago. But in their annual report, uh, what they stated is that they had been paying a premium of forty percent mm -hmm. just for the brand equity of Kate Spade. Uh, we can bet that, for example, when LVMH recently acquired T Tiffany's. Uh, the same happened. We don't know yet. We might see it in the next uh, uh, in the next report. But uh, brand equity is the most important financial asset for brand, and that's why CEO are obsessed with it. At the CMO level, um, as you said, like 60% of marketing budgets are some way related to the production, 
uh, to the management, to the impl amplification of digital assets. So that means uh, a lot of challenges around the way. So we, we talked about speed. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been talking about creativity and inspiration, but it's also a matter of consistency. When you uh, think about all the touch points that happen across different channels, uh, different formats, different devices, should it be desktop, mobile, mm -hmm. etc. That's really a challenge uh, to maintain consistency uh, of those assets and to maintain like a consistent brand image. Okay. Um, uh, and finally, efficiency, like 60% of the budget you want to streamline. So cost efficiency is also one of the biggest challenges at the CMO level. Um, last point maybe for, uh, for those CMOs and those CEOs and the C-suite is uh, that um, until today, they didn't really have a way to assess uh, the performance and to measure the performance of those assets. Uh, so uh, I would say that for the C-suite, today the main concern with all the money that is invested in this process is to understand uh, what asset works, mm -hmm. uh, with which audience, uh, in which format or channel to really uh, streamline and fine-tune their, their digital asset management strategy. Okay, interesting. Uh, and with the recent acquisition of IMAX True by Launch Metrics, the company is actually taking steps towards better measurement of creating decisions, right? So, by measuring the impact of digital assets, what can marketing teams learn from data to drive better return on investments? Um, I would start by uh, maybe saying a word about IMAX Tree. So, IMAX Tree, as of today, is the biggest uh, catalog of creative assets for fashion, luxury, and beauty around the world. Mm -hmm. IMAX Tree, to give you an example, uh, is covering like 25 fashion weeks around the world every season to shoot every type of creative assets. Should it be runway, images or videos? Uh, should it be backstage for beauty, for example? Should it be street style also around the fashion weeks or even lookbooks? Mm. So all of those assets uh, are available and picked then by uh, trendsetters key opinion leaders, and when I say that, like key content creators were like uh, publishers, media, uh, Vogue, GQ, uh, Glamour, etc., or influencers, mm -hmm. but also retailers that will use this content for their editorial production. So in terms of data, uh, you can imagine already what we can do with all this content that is fully indexed. We have like uh, more than 3000 keywords that index the content between brands, uh, between uh, um, textures, colors, types of outfits, mm -hmm. uh, but also the styles that goes with it. So all this information mixed with the appetite of those trendsetters for those images is already giving us a lot of data to determine like trends mm -hmm. and to predict them. But then the most powerful thing about it is to analyze through those, uh, those uh, publishers, through those influencers, how final consumers are interacting with this content. What is the traffic that is generated by each type of image? Uh, what is the engagement that they generate, but also what is the conversion that those images are creating uh, with consumers, with uh, affiliation, for example, to really feedback all this data to mm -hmm. brands, to not only give them trend information, but also measuring the performance of these assets and telling them what works best for each type of audience. So, I don't know, to tie things up today, tell us, how does the control and efficient management of assets have an impact on brand performance? Well, when you talk about brand performance, it's, uh, it's all about the interaction between brands uh, and the consumer. So, uh, some of them are controlled, so mm -hmm. their own channel. Some of them are not totally controlled 
uh, through influencers, through media, through partner retailers, through different voices that shape uh, brand performance. But at the end of the day, there is one common denominator. It always involves visual content, yeah. images, video, always. So brands that are able to control this process uh, will be the one that will win. To control these concerns means uh, speed, efficiency, consistency, and above all, creativity and inspiration. Great. Well, uh, I don't know. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us today on the strategy side. Thank you very much. Thanks to you, Ben. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Strategy Side. Make sure to tune in again to learn more quick tips on how to improve your business strategy.